What are the Bears thinking trading Khalil Mack to the AFC West where everybody seems to be headed these days? It's a stacked division and NFL free agency still hasn't even begun. It's getting crazy in the NFL. I'm Chris Carter of the Lockdown Steelers podcast. And here on the Friday edition of the Lockdown NFL podcast, we're going to get you caught up with all the things that happen, get you takes on what this these moves mean for what the NFL is about to look like. I'm Chris Carter. Your boy Q from Lockdown Raiders is going to join me on the Friday edition. We're going to break it all down and also talk about who are the top guys that are going to be the most impactful in free agency. It's going to be an exciting episode of the Lockdown NFL podcast. Let's get into it. <laughs> Are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here my friend and co-host, your boy Q. I'm of Locked On Steelers. He's of Locked On Raiders, and it's the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Remember, you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're enjoying this video on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button to get all of our content that comes on Locked On NFL. It's not just this show on Friday. It's the show all throughout the week, as well as we give you insider info from former NFL players on this channel. It's a great Thing to follow and enjoy remember to rate us five stars on apple podcasts and also we thank you for making the locked on nfl podcast your first listen every day q how you been my man man what up though i'm uh, i'm good man i'm excited it's another friday man we're closing out a week and as you mentioned man free agency doesn't even start till next week but i feel like we've already gone through the gauntlet of free agency even though we haven't i mean it's crazy uh we talk about march madness I usually talk about college basketball when I'm talking about March Madness, but man, it's been all about football in March so far. It's crazy, but it's a great time to be an NFL guy, so I'd love to be here on the show with you on this Friday, man. Same here. It's an exciting time. Like you said, so much is happening, and teams aren't even signing free agents yet. Bobby Wagner is is a, is a free agent yep. on the market. Russell Wilson is a Bronco. Aaron Rodgers stayed. We'll get to all those different moves. But the latest move that shocked the NFL world was Khalil Mack going to the Chargers. <laughs> In the AFC West, like we're just continuing to load up the same division. Everyone's just piling up over there. And they gave up what? A, a, a second and a sixth? A round second, pick? yeah. A second round pick in 2022, a sixth round pick in 2023. But they do take on the rest of his contract, which is like $63 million over the course of three years. But who cares? I mean, it's not my money. It's not your money. It's if Khalil you're, Mack. I mean, yeah, if you're getting Khalil Mack and he's going to book in Joey Bosa, that's a good thing. And you and Brandon Staley's your head coach, and he worked with them in Chicago, so he knows how to use them properly. I mean, man, you who cares about the money? Like I said, it's not mine or yours, so go make it happen. Exactly, and it's not mine or yours. I love that philosophy. Like it's not our money. Go I mean, think about right it. Now. Fans always are like, "Oh my god, that's too much money." Are you spending it? Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, does it make any difference if the Steelers have like a dollar left in cap space? It doesn't make any difference to you. You're not paying the money. All that you, all that you care about and fans care about is if the team is capable of winning games or not. So Charger fans are looking at this like, okay, it's a lot of money for Khalil Mack. He's a really good player. You got Joey Bosa. You've got a really good quarterback. You've got a chance. Why not? And the quarterback's on a rookie deal. So why not go all in on Khalil Mack right now when you can get it done? I mean, hell, you mentioned Russell Wilson. When did Russell Wilson win a Super Bowl? On his rookie deal. 
Now is a great time to cash in. If you got a quarterback on the rookie deal, you should go all in if you believe in him. I feel you on that, and and that's a big part of the strategy today is when you get a star quarterback in his first four years, load up your roster as much as you can. Um, That's that's definitely part of it. Khalil Mack going to the Chargers, according to app.com right now he is a 17.7 million dollar cap hit what's interesting to me to me about this though q is that before this the chargers were major players in free agency they still are they still are according to over the cap they have 24.5 million dollars in cap space they can still but they were a team that looked like they could add two to three major free agents in in the in the market and that could change things but even without that like you said they have Joey Bosa. They have Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who they made sure was staying there. Yep. Corey Lindsley, Derwin James, uh, Justin Herbert, of course, is going to be leading the way. But Austin Eckler's still there. They went and drafted Rashawn Slater. I like how he's looking yep. in the NFL. They have. Uh, they went and I, I like their their young potential in the secondary with Nasir Adderley and Asante Samuel Jr. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah. But this is the AFC West where. The Chiefs have been the top dog since Patrick Mahomes came to town. They've let go Tyron Matthew wherever he lands is going to be a big deal. And then you still got to deal you still got to deal with now Russell Wilson who's joining an offense with Javante Williams who looked like he was going to be a problem, Cortland Sutton who looks like he's still a problem, Tim Patrick who really came up this year. Jerry oh, and Judy. by the way, Jerry exactly, Jerry Judy who now is is one of, is supposed to be the young star that's going to take off there. You have all those weapons there, and that still bleeds out the Raiders, who made the playoffs this year. Is the AFC West about to just be an all-star weekend every time they play each other in this upcoming season? I'll tell you what, it's going to be a dogfight every time the AFC West plays each other. You know, I, I really, and as I cover the Raiders as from the Lockdown Raiders podcast and, of course, LVSportsNetwork.com as well here in Las Vegas, I'll tell you this, man, uh, I don't think any team is going to be a team that's going to sweep a team this year. You know what I mean? Like, the Raiders swept the Broncos this past year. I don't see that happening this year. I don't see the Chiefs sweeping anybody because I think every damn team is really good. So I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, this may be a division where a 10-win team wins the division. Not sneaks into the playoffs by way of wild card, but a 10-win team might actually win the division because everyone's going to beat up on each other, and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with that. I think that that's fun. I think it's great. It's exciting. Uh, And if you get through that gauntlet of a division, you probably got a good chance in the playoffs because you're battle tested. And hell, you cover the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know how it's been. You know having the having the uh, Baltimore uh, uh, Ravens in the division. Uh, you know, obviously the Browns when they were somewhat good for a quick second, and then even the Bengals this year. I mean, you saw how it is. It, it could be when you have a really tough division. Iron sharpens iron, man. It can make you better. Mike Tomlin says that saying a lot. Iron sharpens iron. And he they still wanted- dogged me on the interview. Nope, don't do that, bro. <laughs> That's all right, man. I ain't mad at Mike Tomlin. I'm going to get that interview. I was going to say, you've totally let that go by now. No, I haven't. I haven't. I'll (laughs) never let that go. I will get that interview before it's all said and done. Before I'm in my grave, before the dirt is on top of me, I will get that interview with Mike Tomlin. And I will tell him about the time he blew me off at Baylor University. Nope. Don't do that, bro. He didn't even look my direction. Like, he didn't even break stride. He just kept it pushing. Hey, Coach, can I get a couple minutes? Nope, don't do that, bro. I mean, he didn't even know. It could have been me or you, and he wouldn't have known that. You know what I'm saying? Because he he didn't he didn't have any idea. He never even looked in my direction. No, you see, he would have stopped because I'm light-skinned, and he would have given me the time of day. He looks like Omar freaking Epps. <laughs> he should be on my side. 
He should be on your side. Hell, my name is what? Q. My name is yeah. Q. He was Q well, yeah. and Juice. You know, Omar else was Q and Juice. Yo, Q. He's stupid. I'm just but saying. His, he answers my questions all the time. Yeah, but I've asked him. He's never said no to. Hey, uh, hey, Mike, can I ask? He's like, yeah, sure. Da, da, da. He he always answers my. But questions. do you he, did he, you ask him for a one on one or anything like that? Oh no, no. I don't, well, see, I there you go. That. I was I was trying to put him on the radio one on one at the time. Nah, yeah, that's not Mike's Mike's cup of tea. But anyways, back to this AFC West nonsense because Mike's in the AFC North, and you're right. The Steelers have dealt with competition right. on competition on competition. That's what looks like the AFC's AFC, AFC West's about to be. And I, I have to think, it's a smart move by the Chargers. What's one of the best ways to neutralize quarterbacks? A pass rush. Right. And if you bookend your defense with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack on either side coming after people, that's two major problems that yep. teams are going to have to deal with every single game. I like the addition. I like the excitement that the AFC West is bringing, but here's my last, here's my my question to you before we head to the, head to the break. You, who is the top dog of the AFC West next year? And it, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs are the early favorite because they've right. been that guy, right? But does someone overtake them? Well, I, I'll tell you, man. I always believe in uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? And I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I know that that's a big old wrestling saying, but. Uh, I think Kansas City still the cream of the crop until proven otherwise. Now, Russell Wilson's going to have a lot to say about that. The Chargers are going to have to say a lot to say about that. And I'll tell you right now, I think the Raiders, even though they're st- sitting back in the wind and they're not really doing anything right now, I think that they're going to they're gonna show something next week. Obviously, we'll talk about free agency coming up in, uh, later on in the show, but I think that they're going to uh, have something to say about it as well. So uh, there's a lot to, to like about this division. The one thing I'm mad about this whole Khalil Mack thing is that it's Khalil Mack. And now he's going to play against the Raiders twice a year? I mean, that dude is a Raider. I mean, he's a Raider. He should have never been a Bear to begin with, in my opinion. But that's, you know. Is he a Raider? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Is he a Raider? Actually, if you he go back. like he really wanted to get out of it. Really no, he bad. really didn't. That was a Gruden thing. If you go back and look at his stats, he had the best numbers of his career with mm. the silver and black. Just throw mm. it out there. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Raider. So, I mean, it sounds like he's part of a region. No, no, like, it's if, not. If it, was no. A, if it was a nation, if it was a nation, if it was Raider Nation, they would have kept him because he can't leave the nation. He just he just went to the Midwest. He went you to know? the Midwest because he was traded by a coach that thought he was smarter than everybody else in the country. So, yeah. hey, you know. Good, good, good job, that coach, by the way. And now you guys got now you guys are gonna have to face him twice a year. That's gonna be a nightmare. Um, but I'm with you. I still think the Chiefs are the top dog until someone knocks him up. But right. here's the thing. No Tyron Matthew, I think, can be a real big hit. Juan Thornhill, I think, is a good safety. And yeah. He says he's ready to be the number one guy. I, I think that they 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 thrived off of having a good safety pair back there, and even right. Swordson as a third guy. They need another guy next to for him. sure, for sure. You know, so so I I'm really intrigued to see what the arms race has do. gotten a lot closer in the AOC West. You know, I mean, yes. it just it has. And and it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Uh, did Russell Wilson's off year last year have to do more with his injury and what he didn't have in Seattle? Or is he starting to decline in his play style, him scrambling and running around at his age now? Maybe it's not. Maybe it doesn't, you know, translate as well. You know, who knows? So, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out. But the one thing I do know is that the AFC West is an absolute dog. And I'm, I'm waiting to see what the Raiders do to make a counter move. And I'm expecting it's going to happen next week. And we're going to talk about which which of these moves that have happened so far and have been announced over the past couple weeks 
has been the biggest move or most impactful move in the state of the NFL. But first, we're going to talk to you guys about BetOnline.net. It's that time of the year again where college basketball is live because March Madness is about to be here. After this weekend's over, you know that the conference championships will be all done, which means we'll have bracketology. We'll have all the March Madness brackets. You'll be able to fill them out. And there's one great place to put your money down and get all the latest odds contests and player props for March Madness. That's betonline.net, the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all your sports wagering, whether it's hockey, UFC, baseball. It's back, so you're going to be able to bet on baseball again. That'll be great. Let's go. And also, don't forget your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today to use your mobile device or learn more about the trends in action when you visit Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here in Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. It's the Friday edition, and we're taking a look back. We're taking a step back, and we're looking at all the different moves, and we're going to give you each of our what we think is the most impactful move that has happened so far in this offseason. Now, Q, there's been several moves that have been made. The Packers have kept Aaron Rodgers on a huge deal. They've also kept Devontae Adams. Off franchise the, tag. Yeah. Uh, the franchise tag. That yep. was a big move. Um, the Titans signed Harold Landry to a long-term deal. I thought they were going to have to franchise tag him. I thought that was interesting. Right. Of course, uh, the Seahawks get two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth in, in exchange for Russell Wilson and a fourth. And then, of course, Noah Fant and Shelby and Shelby uh, Harris, Drew Locke. Lock, yeah. Yep. Shelby, yeah yep. Shelby Harris and Drew Locke are, are part of that equation. And then you have Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Um, and I'm probably missing some. Carson Wentz went to Washington. Carson, okay. Are you really going to rank that as your best, though? No, no, but I'm, I'm saying it's a move that happened. Honestly, it might be a great move for – the Colts, depending on what what they do with those picks and how and who who is their quarterback next season? That's a very good question. I I hope it's Jimmy Garoppolo, just so I can have people stop texting me. Will Jimmy Garoppolo be this Pittsburgh Steelers' next quarterback? Because I'm so tired of that question. Because if he is, he better not be costing anywhere near what the night would he cost the 49ers. But Q of all of those moves that have happened so far, and again. We're talking, this is like Thursday night going into Friday. <laughs> right, we're right, right, right. Now. Still time there for like, trades. Still time there, for there, another trade. There could be five different things that happen <laughs> on Friday that just completely reshape everything. And Bo Brack's show on Monday on this very podcast and the Lockdown NFL podcast is going to be like, well, yeah, so all those things that Chris and Q said, all of them are bunk now because right. nothing matters because right. all these trades happen. It, it's just how football is right now. But Q... If you had to pick one of these moves that's the most impactful, what's the mo- what's the biggest one that has the biggest impact? Uh, you know what? I think it's the first one. I really do. I think it's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and I put those together as a package deal. I think it's them staying at Green Bay. Uh, I think that mm. they have the best chance to win. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, trying to hoist the Lombardi Trophy, the best place for him to do it would have been in Green Bay. Of course, I was shocked by the Russell Wilson news because I thought that once Aaron Rodgers said he was staying in Green Bay, Denver was going to be wondering what the hell they were going to do at the quarterback position. But they had a backup plan. Credit to George Payton, the GM of the Broncos. He had a backup plan like, hey, if we don't land Rodgers, we'll land Russell Wilson. And you know what? That might be a better plan than plan Plan A. Plan B might have been better. Russell Wilson will last you a while. Right, Aaron exactly. Rogers got maybe a couple years in him. Right, exactly. But I, I do. I think that Rogers staying in Green Bay 
and getting a, a massive deal, whatever the numbers exactly are, because, of course, it's being disputed that it's the four-year, $200 million, $153 million guaranteed. It's being disputed. It doesn't really matter. What it does matter is that they have enough cap space to go ahead and give Devontae Adams a franchise tag, and they're going to find a way to get him under the deal. They're going to give him a long-term deal, and those two guys are going to be running buddies. They're going to be like Mike and Scotty. Uh, it's not the last dance. They're going to go ahead and run for a couple more years, and mm-hmm. and that's, that's why it's so impactful, because it didn't just impact one player and it didn't just you know it's not just one guy impacting the team it's also keeping your stud quarterback and your stud wide receiver together a great one-two punch right there and I do think that if Aaron Rodgers had decided to leave I think Devontae Adams would have bounced I I think that some team they probably would have franchised him anyway but I think a team would have really made a a healthy effort to go ahead and and, and try to trade for him and get him but I think they realize now that Green Bay is not going to let him go because well He's going to stay with his running buddy. So I, that's why I think that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams staying in Green Bay is the most impactful uh, play that, or move that's happened so far this week. I think that's a, that's a good pick because the Packers have been a threat for so long. Um, it keeps them the top dogs of the NFC North, which they run. But, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, most likely Devontae Adams also leaves, and then right. it opens up the NFC North, and it also opens up a lot of the NFC playoffs, even though Aaron Rodgers has not been back to the Super Bowl since he beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl 45 True. way back in the in, in the winter of 2011. So, um, you know, you look at that, and you, but you, you still think, I don't have to play Aaron Rodgers? Oh, that's a, that, that's a relief. It's a win. I, I, do th- I do feel you on that. I, I'm going to go with Khalil Mack to the Chargers, though. Really? Because... Here's my thing. Here's my thinking on this cue, and I know Russell Wilson makes an impact, right. of course, with the with the Broncos. But the Chargers need a defense. They need a defense with an identity. Derwin James has been hurt. They need him to be healthy. But if they can have a dual edge rush combo like Bosa and Mac, who could both be serious threats, and that becomes part of the a- the AFC West battle, all those quarterbacks are now going to have to face both of those guys, and. That's going to force it's going to shorten their time in the pocket. That's going to shorten their their chances to make big plays. I just see this as one big way that the Chargers can say, Hey, we see the arms race. Yeah. We're in the arms race. We have Justin Herbert. Right. But now we got the best pass rushing set to go after all of y'all quarterbacks. And I think that, that that's worth something. And I think that in a division that might end up being the most important division in football. That's a really important weapon to have on your side. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. No doubt about it. I mean, hey, we always say defense wins championships, right? And, I mean, that that is a hell of a combo right there. I mean, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, if both are healthy and out there, uh, they're going to be a dog, you know, and they're going to make offensive lines have to be better. In the AFC West, they're going to make quarterbacks get the ball out their hands quicker. I mean, they're going to wreck games. That's just what they do. And we know how it is in the NFL, man. I mean, you can you can do everything you can to try to neutralize one guy, but if you got two dogs on that defensive line, that's going to be tough. So, yeah, I could, t- I could totally see that you know that that makes a lot of sense why you think that that's the most impactful play um you know I I I don't hold that very far away from from the most impactful play that I had but I will say how we started this whole thing off talking about the Colts I think that it'll be interesting to see what they do with the extra cap space that they have it'll be interesting to see what they do with the draft picks that they have to get Washington the football team to or the commanders whatever you want to call them to be able to get them to pay all of Carson Wentz's deal that's a big deal, too. That's a big impact as well as far as what they're going to do next week. So I don't think it's the most impactful play that they made, but I'll say it's like if I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is 1A uh, and I, or 1 and, and, and Khalil Mack to the Chargers is 1A, I'll say that 
that uh, the Colts move that they made this week is probably probably a, a close two. I'll put it up there. I think it's impactful. I, I saw Darius Leonard tweet out that this is going to be their like the what their fifth or fifth, sixth quarter yeah, since he's been in the league. Year. Yep. That that's a lot to handle. Yep. And it, it, it's it's such a shame because you look at the Colts seven years ago before all this started they had andrew luck they were right. good for the next decade like yeah. everyone thought like the colts they're eventually gonna win they may pay he made peyton manning expendable mm-hmm. think about that and 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 now he's out of the league and they're scrambling for a quarterback every single year and they can't seem to find one it's really interesting to me to see how that dynamic has played out yeah. um and and quarterbacks are always really important I just think that with the Chargers, if that pass rush gets active and it causes problems, I mean, we we saw what happened to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl the other year against the against the Buccaneers when his offensive line couldn't stop the pressure. He was under too much pressure. He was under too much heat, and he wasn't able to make it happen. Right. That's what I think is going to be really interesting to see is can they do that to Patrick Mahomes, to Russell Wilson, to Derek Carr? They do those things. And all of a sudden, we're looking at a very, very different AFC West there, uh, where Justin Herbert is still looking like one of the most young, prolific arms in the league. No doubt, no doubt. That's why the AFC West is going to be such a dog this year. You know, I'm I'm already looking forward to it. It's only March. You know, I mean, the games don't get played till September, but man, I'm already looking forward to it. Just imagining how how much of a challenge it's going to be each and every game, each and every division game. And I'm sure the NFL is going to schedule it like they did similar to the 2021 season where they have games early and then they have games late that are going to really determine the uh, the division. Could you imagine? Like, I think back when, when the an announcement of Khalil Mack to the Chargers, uh, you know, happened at, at, when Adam Schefter broke it, I immediately thought back of, how would a Khalil Mack have changed that Week 18 game mm. between the Raiders mm. and the Chargers at Allegiant Stadium? You know, you think that the Chargers wouldn't have liked to have an extra pass rusher in that game? You know what I mean? It, that game went to overtime, right? Yep. I mean, you tell me that they wouldn't have liked to have an extra pass rusher to try to get after Derek Carr in that game? How would that have impacted the game? That, that's how I look at those kind of things. So uh, that's why I'm excited about the season. Uh, it should be interesting. Of course, like I mentioned before, I, I hate that it's Khalil Mack just because as far as I, I see him, I see uh, old five deuce in the in the Raider jersey, but uh, it's the NFL and it's a business, and he's now been a bear and now he's a Charger. So uh, that's how it goes in the NFL. But yeah, it should be exciting. So those those are some good impactful players that made some good moves this uh, past week. And like we said before, it's not even free agency yet. It's not even free agency yet, but free agency's underway. Q and I are going to talk to you about what we think, who we think will be the most impactful additions that you can make in free agency coming up in just a second here. But first, we got to talk to you guys about Built Bar. It's the time of the year where everyone's starting to give up on their New Year's resolutions, but not you. You're going to keep to your resolution. And why? Because you've got Built Bar on your side. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So you feel like you're cheating on your resolution, but you're not. You're actually eating something really healthy for you. Even if you try their new Puffs flavors. Their new Puffs flavors is the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. They're still covered in 100% real chocolate like all Built Bars are. And they come in so many incredible flavors like yummy, yummy cinnamon churro. They have coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie they're all so good and they're going to be your new favorites but even if they're not if you just want a regular old built bar they're still those are still covered in 100 real chocolate and they're low in calories but high in protein the average built bar is 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein compared to the average candy bar that has 240 calories 
30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. There's so many flavors for you to choose from, too, when you go to Built.com to get your favorite flavor of Built Bar, whether it's coconut almond, double chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, all those flavors available when you visit Built.com. When you visit Built.com to order your next order of Built Bars to be delivered right to your door, be sure to use the promo code LOCKED15. It's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order at Built.com. Wrapping up the Locked On NFL podcast, I'm Chris Carter with your boy Q on the Friday edition here. Q, yo, free agencies around the corner, man. Tampering season begins at 4 p.m. Monday afternoon Eastern time. Um, so I got to ask you, you look at this. This is a big free agent class, and a lot of guys wanted to be in this free agent class because this was the first mega boom of free agency in the NFL after after the pandemic and the money settled out and the salary cap was going to, was going to come up a bit. Teams are going to be frivolous a little bit. There's going to be teams that, that that are going to be spending wildly and grabbing all the big guys. So it may not be just the most expensive player, but who's going to be the most impactful player in free agency that gets signed this year by your eyes. You're letting me go first. Yes. Hell yes. I'm so excited. Cause I thought you were going to go first and I thought you were going to take my guy. So I wrote down two. I had two guys that I, I thought were going to be just in case. You can't take both, right? So I was like, all right, I, I have it covered because I just knew you were going to take the guy that I think is going to be the most impactful because, look, all free agents are not good free agents. Some good free agents will get paid really well, like Corey Littleton did a couple years ago from the Raiders. And I'll tell you right now, he, uh, he got released after two seasons. He made $23.6 million. He had four passes defense. One fumble recovery, a half sack, and 25 missed tackles. All that for $23.6 million. That's the money that he was paid already. That's not what his contract was. His contract was stupid. So, I mean, it was just like they gave him a boatload of money, and he didn't earn it. So that's what that's what free agency is. I always say buyer beware. There's a reason why these guys are free agents a lot of times. But there are some guys in free agency that I think are going to be impactful. I got two, but I'm only going to give you one since I'm going first. I got to go with J.C. Jackson. You know I roll with DBs. You know I say DBs win games. J.C. Jackson, Mr. INT, he is a dude who makes plays. He is a difference maker. This guy has had 25 interceptions the last three seasons combined. The team that I cover, the Las Vegas Raiders, they've had 25 interceptions the last three seasons combined. As a team, as a team, Craig. As a team, as a team, he's had it. He, yeah, Craig. You know, Craig, as in Friday. Friday, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, top flight (laughs) security of the world, Craig. You know, you know what I'm saying. You trying to throw me off? We're both black. We get it. Let's go. All right. Well, you questioned (laughs) it. You questioned it. I'm just like, I'm just. You really gonna call me Craig? Yeah, I I called you Craig. And so you messed me all up. Yeah, I had a good rhythm going, and you messed it all up. But point is. J.C. Jackson makes plays. J.C. Jackson not only uh, can knock down the ball, not only is he going to have a pass defense, he expects to intercept the ball. And if teams don't want to throw at him, great. He just shut down a a whole side of the field, and he's telling the other dude, all right, you step your game up, and they're going to have more chances to make plays. So uh, he's my free agent number one. He's a guy I'd love to see the Raiders make a play for. It's funny. You talked about the Chargers a, a lot when you are talking about the Khalil Mack move. They're a team that's actually been rumored to be hot and heavy after J.C. Jackson. Can you imagine them making a trade like that for Khalil Mack 
improving the pass rush and then having a dog in the secondary like JC Jackson, bruh, that would be a murder. No that would be murder. But I'm I hoping no problem. I'm really hoping that the money that they have to spend on Khalil Mack kind of changes their mind on spending the money for JC Jackson, but they still got plenty of free agency money, man. They got it. And uh, as you mentioned, man, there's teams that, that they've they've uh, they bolstered their free agency money. They can get it done. And uh, that's the team that I'll be looking out for for J.C. Jackson. But wherever he goes, he's going to make an impact, in my opinion. I, I agree. For me, for I, I cover the Steelers. The Steelers need to go get J.C. Jackson this year. They need a top cornerback. They're, they, right now, as it's scheduled, Joe Hayden and Akella Witherspoon are both supposed to hit free agency this year. That means they only have one starting cornerback from last year coming back. They need a star cornerback to, to stand up to Jamar Chase to help them win the, win some of those battles. J.C. Jackson is 26 years old. That's yep. the other impact of this. Yep. There's a lot of these free agents that are older yep. and that they're like, you know, they're on the back end of their career and this is the last big contract that they'll have. J.C. Jackson's a guy, you could sign a four-year deal, he'll be 30 at the end of it. Yep. And then you could sign him to another two to three-year deal and be like, okay, if he's, if he's maintained that superstar level of right. play, you'll want him around for those extra years. So there's that as well. But I got to say, man, when I'm looking at these guys, J.C. Jackson would be my – he's my top pick for the Steelers as far as a free agent goes. But all of this changed when when Bobby Wagner became a free agent. Ooh, good one. That's my, that's my pick here because – and not that the – because Bobby Wagner's old. He, he's he's going to be 32 this season. And – he got maybe two more years of this. Now, here's the crazy part. Bobby Wagner just had the most tackles in his career with 170 with the with the Seattle Seahawks this year. So he's not slowing down. And he's had five pass breakups in or five passes defense in each of the last six seasons. Right. He's been in the NFL. Like he's still like he's not slowing down. It doesn't look oh. like. But eventually, father time always wins, right? So that's gonna happen. But I the reason I say Bobby Wagner is because whoever does add him most likely is a Super Bowl contender. Ooh. And they're saying they're saying I they're saying I'm taking a shot right now with a guy that only got a couple years cuz Bobby Wagner he's a free agent he can sign with whoever he wants. Right. You know. Right it's now. not just about the money. Right now. Right, right, right now. Yep. Like he and he doesn't have to wait for Monday. He can right. he can sign this before we finish recording this this, right. this segment. Right. But it, it, imagine Bobby Wagner going to the Chiefs. Going to imagine him with the Chargers. And and, mm. and 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 that mix there, like you start at just put him on a lot of these different teams that were just really close or have a need a couple more pieces, and, and say, hey, you know what? I just want to win another ring, man. I already got one with the Seahawks. I want to get another one. I want to get back there. I can see him being a true game changer because he's not just a tackler. He's not just a right. guy that breaks up passes. He's a captain. Yeah. He's a leader. He settles the middle of your field. And one of the philosophies that I've always lived by is that the middle of the field is the most important part when you're building a defense. You want to have a really good interior defensive lineman that's going right. to set the tone there. You want to have a really good inside linebacker slash middle linebacker, depending on what system you run. And you really want to have a good safety that could cover the middle part of the field. Uh, in Pittsburgh, that's what the Steelers – when the Steelers win Super Bowls, that's what they've got. They had right. Troy Polamalu, James Ferrier, and Casey Hampton in the 2000s. They had uh, Donnie Shell, Jack Lambert, and Mean Joe Green in the 70s. Those are the things that they that they needed. And you look throughout a lot of – there's a lot of teams that, that resonate that kind of formula. Bobby Wagner can be that guy for so many teams, and that's why I think that he's my guy. 
who's the top the free agency impact guys. Oh, Bobby Wagner's a dog, man. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where he lands. I have a gut feeling it's gonna be Dallas. I'm just gonna tell you that straight up. I think that's where Ooh, he's gonna go. I know that would be nasty. I think there's a lot of teams that want him. I know there's a lot of teams Ooh. that want him, as a matter of fact, but I think Dallas is gonna be the place he ultimately lands. He'll be back reunited with Dan Quinn. And I think he's going to do some really good things there. I think that they want him desperately. I think that they believe they have a good formula of, uh, you know, offense. And as long as they can sure and solidify that defense, and I think he would be that missing piece, uh, that, would, that would be, for me, that's the, the landing spot that I think that, that you'll see Wagner go. Uh, but I do think he's going to be a big-time impact uh, wherever he lands. So, uh, yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting one, man. I like that. It's a good pick. It's a very interesting. I mean, but J.C. Jackson. Big part here, but it's not just AJ Jackson. There's a lot of cornerbacks. Stephon Gilmore is is in this group. Carlton Davis, who yeah. had a really good name for himself. There's some guys that could be some true game changers. Chandler Jones is a free agent yeah, right yeah. now. Yep. There's so many players that can make it. Teron Armstead, Brandon Scherf, Ryan Jenkins. The the NFL. There's gonna be some people that get paid. This I'll year. tell you one guy, gonna... one guy who's probably gonna get paid. And I know we say we're only gonna do one each, but I mean, who cares? Uh, anyway, I, I'll tell you, <laughs> I think that you gotta watch out for Hassan Reddick. He's had two really yes. good years back to back. One in Arizona, one in Carolina. Uh, I thought the fighting mat rules were going to keep him locked in. I thought he was going to stay in Carolina. I don't know what's going on with my boy. Uh, Matt Rule, call me, dog. You know the number. Holler at me, you man. We got we to gotta talk, man. I got to figure out what's going on with you. I, I've backed you for far too long. You got to talk to your boy, man. Holler at me. You know the number. But, uh, yeah, man, Hassan Reddick's going to be interesting. I think he's going to try to get some big-time money. He's had two back-to-back seasons of double-digit sacks. Uh, he's not a, a a guy that has to even play every every down, but he gets after the quarterback and he makes things happen. And as we know, uh, the quarterback and the guy that can get to the quarterback are uh, needed in the league in a major way. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Hassan Reddick go somewhere and be a big, impactful player. And as long as they use him correctly, he's going to get you double-digit sacks. Hey, maybe he also goes to the AFC West and they keep. Hey man, up on why are you gonna put that? Don't hey, don't put that on me, man. That hey, could be the. Hey, could Ricky be the Bobby. Hey, Ricky Bobby. Don't you dare oh. put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that. Don't you put that evil on me. Ricky there you Bobby. go. That's what I but meant. It could, it, but it could. It could be the Raiders that get him because they're like, we need to get after Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson. That's what I'm saying, man. You gotta have. You gotta have more faith in your guys. Q, come on, man. Like, I'm over here. Mason Rudolph is the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Yet here I am standing confidently talking about that team and what they're about to build. You see that? Can you imagine if you had Mason Rudolph as your quarterback right now, what you would be thinking about your future? It wouldn't be pretty. But here I am sounding like like I'm a confident Steelers host, like they're actually going to do stuff next year with Mason Rudolph on the center. Well, you're just a glorified glorified cheerleader. That's all. I mean, that's Well, okay, you need to calm that down. I I, I also call out, like, this is going to be a long season with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. You're just you're just times. trying to get your best cheerlead on. You're you're like the hey, uh, hey, you're hey, like hey, that hey, team hey. that's got the cheerleaders out there that got to cheer even though their team's down thirty five nothing. All, first of all, just saying, Steelers don't have cheerleaders. They 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 said that takes away from the game. So that shows what little you know, Q. How about, how about that? I just said you you're got, like you I got said, your little Raider region over there. I said you're you like that, that you team that has uh-huh. the cheerleaders that have well, to put in well, work. Guess what? I'm. I cover the team that doesn't have Chile. Well, that's fine. So how about that? The Raiders have the fabulous females, so they have them. So be it. <laughs> all right, Q, we've had enough fun talking about all that crazy stuff. Thank you so much 
for tech checking us out on the Lockdown NFL Podcast. He's your boy Q. I'm Chris Carter. This has been the Friday edition. He hosts Lockdown Raiders. I host Lockdown Steelers. But you can get the Lockdown NFL Podcast anywhere, just like you can get our shows, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Hit the like vid- button on this video if you want. If you liked this video and our crazy banter as Q continues to be confused about what's a ra- region and what's a nation. You can't even spell um, region without stuttering, so you don't know no better. First of all, I didn't. You're try making to spell up. You're making up stuff. I, I didn't even try to spell region. You're making you up spell region. Yes, spell region. I can R E G I O N. Okay, congratulations, Q. I'm a great speller. I'm a great yeah. speller. Yeah, that's right. I was in the spelling bee. Were all kids in the spelling bee? Like, no, no, like, all kids were not in the spelling bee. In my in my school, like if you well, because you went to the bee, school like, with three like, kids double. in it. So, or maybe you went to the smart kids school. I didn't go to a school where every kid was in the spelling bee. We had to be smart to be in the spelling bee. Oh, that's, that's what you call yourself nowadays. Hey, dog, I'm a smart cat, man. All right, all right. We we do got to get out of here. Thanks so much for checking us out. You can check us out at all, at all the times. Hey, if you see this podcast on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars with a positive comment. That stuff helps out the network. Bo Brack will be breaking things down on Monday, getting you ready for all the craziness that's about to happen. 4 p.m., the tampering period, and it's going to be a wild time as free agency opens. Chris Carter and your boy Q on the Friday edition of Lockdown NFL. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be back with you next week. Peace.